You are now listening to another episode of Thoughts Over Coffee Daily with your host, Anthony Cass Clark. This is a daily podcast documenting the thoughts of the everyday entrepreneur. Let's get into it. Good people of the world, what is up? Thank you for listening to another episode of Thoughts Over Coffee Daily. But of course, or maybe not of course, maybe they don't know good. They don't know yet. They don't know yet. They don't know yet. Big announcement, big announcement. Where's my drum roll? Apologies if that's in your ear while you're at work or whatever you're doing. But special episode, listen, special announcement alert. If you're wondering who the heck is sitting next to me, I don't know who this handsome guy is, but who is he sitting here? I need you to know this is a very important person. Yo, drop my bombs. Whoever's doing post-production right now, put the bomb in place. Drop a bomb right now. The one and only, the son of Tony. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, you crazy. No baloney. No baloney. You a phony. All facts. My guy. Mr. Good. Mr. Good in the, building. in the building. Dave Good in the building. Listen, listen, man. Um, no, special, special announcement, though. Uh, we are, the podcast is going to remain the same, right? So we're giving you new content five days a week, Monday through Friday. Yes. But to really, really drive home kind of storytelling, community, uh, just relationship building, and ultimately more value, I'm bringing my guy, Mr. Good, on board as the co-host of this show for one episode out of the week. So you get four normal episodes and then one special episode per week featuring Good. Good is someone, man, uh, he recently joined the team. About five months ago now? Five. Wow. Climbing up there, Good. Climbing up there. So he's been around this dude, and you wonder, oh, he's been on the team for five months. Why the heck is he joining the podcast? Listen, Good is not your average human. I've been, look, have I told you horror stories? Uh, listen, I'm going to get in my podcast you back. Gotta get to him, get to All right, so time. as you guys may or may not know, um, I married my beautiful wife uh, over a year ago in February of 2020. And um, I had an assistant then. And shout out to her, you know, no love loss. But uh, we went on our honeymoon to beautiful Jamaica, Montego Bay. Shout out to all my good people. There they are. Wagwan. <laughs> so, big up. So we there, enjoying ourselves. And uh, before I left, right, we had a, we had a host of clients uh, to manage. And before I left, I left things in the hands of my fairly new assistant. And, you know, she came on board. She was really excited, really wanted to work on these projects, very, very hungry to learn, right? That's my thing. If you're going to come on the team, I don't really, you know, of course, if you have experience, great. But if you don't have experience, if you have a, a a massive hunger, that's attractive to me because it's like, all right, that's all I need. As long as you got hunger and you got drive, you can learn. I can learn. I can teach you whatever you want to learn. Facts. So thought she had that. I was mistaken. So during my honeymoon, I get a text message, a long one, by the way, and you know it's bad when you get that long text message. And it's basically her saying, hey, I can't do this. You know, this is not for me. Such and such and such. So I left me hanging on my honeymoon, and I was forced to kind of, literally, we were there for a whole week, 
And during the seven days, I would have to wake up 6 a.m. And from 6 to 12, do work. <laughs> and then after 12, go about my business with my wife. How about a honeymoon, right? So I'm saying all that, say this, that, you know, people will come and people will go. Some people, yeah. you know, some people try to put on a, a facade or they'll, they'll, they'll put on this, this mask to get in the door. But when the pressure gets real, true colors show every single time. Yeah, hands down. And this guy, good man, in the last few months or so, has really shown me what he's really about. And he's someone who has a, a desire to learn, a desire to hustle, a desire to go, right? We've been in the trenches, we've done things um, that are you know, quite difficult especially for someone like good he's new to marketing right new to the industry but he picks up like that and again sorry if i just snapped in your ear i know that's <laughs> annoying but um long intro long intro long intro but good is here he has been on the team his official title for right now is executive marketing assistant at acc branding and uh i'm happy to have him on the pod man because i think you know we can do the people a lot of justice, give them a lot of value. Of course, of course. And it's only right. And Good has an incredible story. And I'm not gonna give you the story right now, because trust me, it's too much. No, no, too no, much no, right no, now. No, You'll no, be mind blown. No, You'll no, be mind blown. No. But trust me, this dude's here. And uh yeah, like I said, you'll get one of these episodes throughout the week. And uh we'll be doing daily topics, kind of just chopping it up, talking about marketing news, we're talking about just entrepreneurship in general. You know what I'm saying? We might take some shots at people. Who knows? Oh, you never know. You never no, know. We're going to keep it kosher. We're going to keep it kosher. Good might have to hold me back. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited about that, man. Welcome to the pod, bro. Yeah, I'm happy to be here, man. It's, it's, a, it's an awesome opportunity. And, um, you know, these couple months has really been a growing opportunity. Mm -hmm. really, indeed, really, indeed. Really. And I, I also look at the fact, too, you know, I think about the concept of belonging, right? Okay. For you to belong, the first letter in belong is B. Correct. Letter B. Right. You gotta be. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. and um, mm. I think a lot of times people get opportunities, mm -hmm. they get the the lane, mm -hmm. and they forget to be. Right. And they miss out, or there's someone but they're not being them. Right. You know what I'm saying so. Right. I think uh, with this opportunity being with ACC you know, get my foot into the marketing industry. You know, it, it's really been a good opportunity to be who I am naturally, mm -hmm. and I'm enjoying it, bro. Hey, man, trust me, man. I'm enjoying it. It's gonna get only harder. <laughs> it's I'm gonna get it. harder and harder. I like a challenge. Yeah, man, you know? for sure. Now, I know that, man, because like I said, like through, it's only been five months, but through these five months, we have done some very late nights, you know, kind of just, Full disclosure, good works a full time job, and when he gets off that job, he's right here. Yeah. And this office is not close <laughs> to his other job. For him to come over here, and we're here all night to so sometimes two, three in the morning. Grinding. If you follow me on Instagram, you know it's about we're not just grinding to say we're grinding. Like we're actually grinding for a purpose, for real, to push things out. Like after we record this pod, guess what? We got a whole other session to get into. For real. So. You know, it's a lot going on, man. And, um, you know, big love to the entire ACC family. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Ashley, Donna, Mariano, Chinine, 
Antonio. We got a good team. Yeah, great team. Great team. team. I'm happy and, you know, I'm ever so grateful for them and thankful. And I hope that everyone on the team knows that. Um, but, yeah, man. So, like I said, we're going to get into some topics. We'll chop it up and um, and do it like that. So, what we got first on the topic um, list? Good. What are we, what are we doing today? Oh, um, let, well, are we talking about our happenings? Yeah, what what happened? What went down this week? This week. Oh, my God. This week. What's today? Today's Saturday? Today's Saturday. Today's a Saturday. Saturday. Um, this week, man. So... I, you know, I'm with, with my child all the time, Kazi. Shout out to my baby Kazi girl. Kazi can. Shout out to Kazi can. Hey, Kazi can, uh, Kazi can bake. That's that's dropping very soon, so watch out for that. And if you don't know what Kazi can is, it's my uh, children's book, or my wife and I's children's book, I should say, written by my wife and uh, inspired by my daughter, Kazi. Available on Amazon, so check it out when you get a chance. Kazi can, C A U S I E can. Part two is dropping very soon. Do it. But um, I'm with Kazi all the time, man. And um, I don't know if this was this week or this is pretty much kind of last week. Uh, shout out to my guy, Premium Pete, a.k.a. The Sensei. Uh, yes, Pete was in yes. town, man, and he had my mind swirling because as a full-time entrepreneur, sometimes I feel as though people do not understand the struggle or the battle, I should say, of being a father and an entrepreneur, and not only a father, but a father that watches his child, mm-hmm. right? I, I don't, my child doesn't go to daycare. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the daycare, right? <laughs> Daddy daycare. Daddy daycare in full effect, and that's during prime work hours, right? When people are out working, people are out doing whatever they got to do, networking, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. right? Prime time for cups of coffee, coffee meetings, lunch meetings, type of things like that. Those type of things I can't really do, and. Pete had made a good point. Pete was like, yo, I don't know if you know, but I was in your same predicament. Like, when my child was born, my wife worked, or his girl worked, shout out to low-key Nat, and he was with his child. But he was like, yo, he would pack his son up, and they would be in Baltimore or Maryland or Philly, driving all across the place, right? And I was like, man, you know, Sometimes I get so kind of get so caught up in it, and I'm just like, man, I'm here with my baby. Don't get me wrong, I love being there with my baby. Like I wouldn't trade it for the world, but I do know there's opportunities that I'm quote unquote missing out on. I don't like to, I don't like to call it missing out because I like to call it like God. You know, say your life is designed, bro. Like things are gonna happen the way they're supposed to happen. Facts. So if I if I don't get an opportunity because I could not meet, maybe it wasn't for me. Right. But the other perspective of that is that maybe I could try a little harder you know like uh, we're, we had opportunity to meet a very uh, a very special uh, restaurateur a big deal you remember we talked about him right. um, I won't say his name because I didn't get to meet him <laughs> but uh, bit, pretty big deal and Pete was gonna you know kind of play connect for us but I had my, my daughter, and I was like, well, I don't want to bring my daughter there because you guys are recording. And what if my daughter makes noise? She's actually a really quiet baby. But I'm like, I don't want to risk it and kind of interrupt things. But I was talking to my boy Dre, and Dre said, Dre said almost what Pete said, fam, you could have just swung by, do a high by. Yeah. Like, you got the baby in your arm, walk in there, shake his hand, say what's up, get and get him out of there. Yeah. At least... At least your face was shown. Presence. 
presence, presence. Like my uh, like my my man Shep said back in the day when he tried me. Shout out to Shep, you really did try me, but you taught me a lesson. Out of sight, out of mind. You better believe. I asked him for my boy Varus's money. He looked over my shoulder on both shoulders. You, you know somebody about to try you when they look over you, your shoulders when no, you stand in front not of them. Look over. He said. You said who? You said Varus. Where where he at? That's the size game. He said where he at? I don't see him. He said what money? Out of sight, out of mind. Wow. Varus ain't here. Varus don't get paid. Wow. <laughs> Just like that. And I was like, you know what? You tried me, but great life lesson. But out of sight, out of mind. And uh, but that was pretty much kind of my happiness for the week, man. Like just dealing with Pete, you know. Hanging with Pete and his family, um, just having a good time, man. Trying to relax. Oh, I'm about to really extend this episode because I forgot my birthday. Oh yeah, you got to come on. You got to give them a rundown. All right, short, short you rundown. You got to give them the rundown. Short rundown. Short rundown. Give them the rundown. Listen, man, it has been a rough 2021. I'm I've been going through the woods. Then almost the entire 2021, really. And uh, my birthday came up. 32nd birthday, and I decided, man, you know what? We're gonna let loose. We had some fun. So he hung out, y'all. Yeah, we hung out. We we really did. So uh, a lot of my family flew in from out of town. Shout out to my my uncle BB man, Masonic Collin. Shout out to uh, Miki, Lady Q, Decor. Shout out to Chase. Shout out to everybody. NCT, everybody. So they all flew in, and uh, we decided we're gonna do two nights, Friday and Saturday. Friday, we did the 25th floor at the Del Mar Hotel, at Sparrow Lounge. Exclusive. Uh, good swung through, you know. That was nice. That was nice. We had Beautiful a, family, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate that, Beautiful man. Beautiful family. Yeah, thank you, man. We had a great time. Uh, that bill was massive. So uh, if you're out there, you're listening to this, and you still owe me money, you know who you are. <laughs> um, but I fronted, I, fronted, I fronted the bill. Ooh. I fronted the bill. I'm not chasing nobody for no dollars. Because guess what? If you owe me, you know you owe me. Oh, they know it. They know it. Trust me. I'll let you toss and turn at night. <laughs> I'll let you do that. I'll let you do that. Just don't ride in my limousine when I when I pass away. But uh, all right. So sparrow. Too dark. Too dark. Too dark. Too dark. Too dark. The limousine is a special ride, bro. <laughs> Think about it. I'm riding the limousine when I'm dead. Who's in your limousine? That's, that's a that's a special limousine. <laughs> I mean, you took that to the grave. That's reserved for the real. <laughs> Do not hop in the limousine if you knew we had issues. If you knew you didn't pay for your dinner that night, uh, do not get in the limousine. That's crazy. Just a side note. Okay. You know, when it comes to death, uh-huh. that's when you people out of woodworks come give you props. For, for sure. Everybody for sure. on beat. But I will say this, though. 2020... Like the last year and a half have really shown you that it's, it's time out for that. You got to show love now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. Definitely, definitely. Every time I'm on Instagram, it feel like somebody else passed away. I'm like, yeah. bro, I ain't got no time to be beefing with nobody. I ain't got no yeah. time to be loud. We got to love each other, bro. Yeah, definitely. And I just, like like I was saying, like I really look at the fact that when people are gone, how, mm-hmm. how much they embrace. Right. Imagine if you embrace like that. In your real life, yeah, yeah, in reality, yeah. right? You know what I mean? Like your family, your peoples, people that you don't really think of—they actually there while you living, right? Man, that support is crazy. 
Yeah. To yeah. have that while you live. Hey, man, that's why, you know, not everybody's going to reciprocate that energy. True, true. But Facts. all we can do is control what we can control. So control the amount of energy that you give out. Mm-hmm. So I know I make it my business to call people. You know, every day when I'm in the car, I think about somebody I haven't spoken to in a while, and I make sure I call them or I shoot them a text at least. But uh, all right, not to get off the you know, get off the dark side. We being morbid, all right? Get back happy. So Friday night we celebrated there. Uh, great time, lots of tequila, lots of uh, food, great vibes. Saturday night, Saturday night. Yeah, that's what I miss. Man. You miss Saturday night. That's what I miss. We had an '80s versus '90s party. I showed up as MC Hammer. <laughs> I did. You killed it. What are picks? No picks. I can't. I, we have plenty of picks, but I'm not posting them because my <laughs> MC Hammer outfit was crazy. Cra- I had the I fish, uh, the fishnet tank top. I know. Yeah, under the gold and black. Yeah, it was crazy, man. Um, that was a great vibe. Food was delicious. I wish I remember the caterer's uh, name, but she did an awesome job. Um, it was a great vibe, man. We put that together for the friends, for friends and family. Everybody showed up. We had a great time. Um, then the night ended up. Um, I lost my phone, and um, yeah, then I spent the. It's kind of worth it. No, it wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it. Yeah, remember. So, I'm a marketer, bro. I'm a marketer. I own a business. So all I have so many logins, so much information, all kinds of data. And all kinds of security protections oh, around everything. So it's a start over. Once I lose that phone, I gotta reconnect everything. So I'm literally still going through it right now. I'm actually behind on a project that's supposed to launch on Monday, but I can't launch it because I'm locked out of my Facebook. Because Facebook has to verify my ID. Mm. So anyway, uh, great time. That was my birthday, man. Uh, I'm gonna stop talking so much. Good. What's going on with your week? How, how was your week? Um, man, my week's so busy. Of course, of course. Um, you know, of course, like Cass said, I got a full-time job. So, you know, doing the nine to five and then coming back afterwards, after hours of hustling, grinding, it takes a toll on me, mm-hmm. you know, mentally. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes, like, I'm, like, there, but I'm not there, if you know what I mean. Right. Um, but this week was interesting because I've noticed that in the grind, I've been actually trying to focus on how to maximize the use of time mm. for what's beneficial and what's efficient, right? Okay. So, yes, I got my nine to five, but it's imperative for me to know that the when I get off at seven o'clock, mm-hmm. you know, I have four or five hours to make the best of. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. To actually be prepared to get some sleep, get enough rest to do it all again. Right. And I think a lot of times, you know, for the millennial entrepreneurs, I can say, up and coming small businesses, you know, that's working the nine to fives to get into their small business, to actually have that small business take over the nine to five. I think a lot of times we wear ourselves out, mm-hmm. you know, because we're like, I'm off at seven, or I'm off at whatever time. I gotta get this done, da 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 da. And it's like you putting a bunch of tasks together, mm-hmm. but you're not really getting nothing done. Right. You're yeah. just working yourself. Yeah. So I, I I definitely ran into that. I mean, especially this week too, because you know we was doing that. We had our two meetings. Yeah. You know, we had to get ready for the podcast this weekend. Yeah. You know, we we're learning a new 
automations. Yep. So, you know, it's like all of that plus be ready for work. And utilizing the time is very important. Indeed. Very important. The opportunity costs. You know, mm. the teachers that in economics. Mm-hmm. Know, this, the, know this, the opportunity costs. You said something about, like, working, 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 right? Like, just working yourself, not really being productive. Right. I was thinking, like, we're also taught, we're always taught to, like, fall in love with the grind, fall in love with the grind. But I would I would push back and say fall out of love with the grind and fall in love with production. Right. Like trying to do 10 things at once is pointless. Nah. Choose two to three things of maximum value and accomplish those. Right. And that's how you get ahead. Like not putting 10 things on your shoulders and then splitting yourself up into like 5% here, 5% here, 5% here. It don't work like that. No. Choose three, two, one, one thing. Yeah. Get one thing done and you're successful. And and the, you should, speaking of three, three words came to me out of this week. Okay. Make it count. Mm. Make it count. Make it count. Make it count. You got five hours, make it count. Make it count. Because what I do today it's definitely going to be the start and beginning of what's happening tomorrow. Mm, indeed. So, you know, that's my mission. You know, I set that mission to the steps that I make today. Mm-hmm. It's going to benefit for tomorrow. Right. You know, even now, like I'm putting stuff in <laughs> literally for today. I'm doing it right now right. to be ready to capitalize tomorrow. Exactly. You got to be like that. Right. So, so it's funny because that rolls right into our topic for today. I promise that wasn't planned, but our, our topic is things to consider before quitting your job, Ooh, right? Yeah. So, good. You're because you know I've been through it. I've been through it. Thank God I'm out of the nine to five circuit. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not speaking on nine to five like it's a curse. Mm-hmm. It's just not for me per se. Um, but there are plenty of people on this planet who nine to fives are perfect for, and you might have a great job. Great job, great benefits. You love the way you I mean, love where you work. You love the people you work with. Then, bro, keep your job by all means. Entrepreneurship is not for everybody. Mm-mm. Like mm-hmm. I don't care what sexy image they paint and try to shoot to you, Lamborghinis and mansions and private islands and PJs and all these things like that. That's not the image of entrepreneurship. Right. Uh, most entrepreneurs in this country are literally fighting every day to survive, to keep their company afloat, to pay payroll at the end of the week, to restock inventory. Right. You know what I mean? Whatever it may be, that's the reality. Entrepreneurship, not Lamborghinis and such. Like, you know, God bless if you get the opportunity to get to that level, and I really hope you do, and you will if you continue to make the right moves, right? But in reality, it's a it's it's a grind. It's yeah. a it's a it's a full time job. Like you think you suffering at your nine to five. Like the the saying is what? You go from working nine to five to like a nine to nine. Right. Right? In, in entrepreneurship. And and you, you got one boss when you're nine to five. Uh, when you're an entrepreneur, you are your boss. But everyone you're trying to sell your product or your service to is your boss. Right, right. So anyway, uh, I'll be I think like 
with the with my nine to five, right? Yeah. It's not that, like, I, I want to say, like, I'm suffering with the nine to five. Mm-hmm. It's beneficial. Right. I'm doing my thing. It's paying your bills. You know. Right. Put money you know, in your I'm, pocket. I'm, I'm set with my nine to five. Right. Really. Right. The thing is, it's kind of like with the pandemic, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Pandemic. I got to get that pronunciation right. It's cool. Oh. Pandemic, pandemic, same thing. Cool. <laughs> so, what it's done, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's been real beneficial because I think a lot of people are sitting at home and a lot of people are working in nine to fives. Mm-hmm. But I think the sit down time we've had and the on and off with mm-hmm. working and not working, mm-hmm. the COVID days you can give somebody in the office got COVID, you know, right. everybody gets the time off. It's allowed people to see their own skills. Well, yeah, this is in their value. It's like the Great Awakening. Exactly. So I believe, like, as I go through my nine to five, mm-hmm. I every day see the skill that I have. Mm-hmm. You know, I see my value, my worth. Right. And I know that I can make more mm-hmm. working for myself. Right. So I think that's the difference. I think that's the difference. And it is, you know what? When I think about it, it is a suffering. Because when you undervalue yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing, right? So like someone like you, you can know your worth, and then you know, okay, I can take my worth, and I can manage it, curate it, and do something great with it. Exactly. Right? Some people notice their worth, but they're like, I'm not responsible enough. Exactly. To be in charge of myself. Right. You know what I'm saying? One, not responsible enough, and then the biggest one, the biggest one, the biggest one. I'm not courageous enough. I ain't ready. Listen, man, I've been through it. Before quitting my job, the biggest thing for me was getting over the fear of what was on the other side of quitting. Yeah. And I'll tell you this. When you first quit and then two weeks go by and you look on a Friday and no check drops in your account, <laughs> you're yeah. like, oh, it's real. Just got real. I gotta make it. I gotta make the money up by myself. Just got real. It gets real, right? And I think most people are so afraid of that. Like we're 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 in a routine. You either get paid weekly or biweekly, and it's like, okay, if that stops, what happens? Yeah. Like they said, most Americans can't afford a tire to blow out. On no. Their car. At all. Right. That's most Americans. At all. That's reality for most of us. And what happens? So you're gonna put that put that that safety at risk, you know, especially if you have kids, a family, whatever it may be. At the time when I quit, I didn't have a kid, and I didn't have a wife. Right. I was solo dolo. You know, I had my. Of course, I was living. Me and my girl were living together. Uh, me and my wife were living together, but we we weren't married at the time. Uh, but she was encouraging me to go ahead and take that step because I think she knew if you want to take the step, you gotta take it now. Yeah. Because. It gets harder later. Yeah. So, anyway, man, let's uh, let's talk about the topic: things to consider before quitting your job. Mm. Good. Steve. You, you want me to take it away? For a little I bit? mean, but I, what do you tell me? All right, you're in the you're in the moment right now. You're preparing for your leap. So look, recently I was just looking at the stats on it. Four million people just quit their job. In, in April. Wow. The Great Resignation. They call it the yeah. Great Resignation. That's what they call yeah. it. Yeah. They quit their job in April. Mm-hmm. I think June, it went up to like 9.2 million. Mm-hmm. So the numbers are growing. 
Yeah. No telling what it is right now. Um, the Great Resignation. First thing you think about before quitting your job is, have I really exercised all external measures right now? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you got to know your options. Yeah. You got to know your options. Mm-hmm. If you don't know your options and you trying to get rid of the main option you got, you got you got to think it over. Hustling backwards. Yeah. The benefit got to outweigh the cost on that one. For sure. And I, I think something important for people to consider if you're considering quitting your job is, uh, one, I think the main thing is you have to be comfortable with yourself. So you have to build that confidence within yourself. Um, I, this accountant broke it, broke it down to me when I was considering my decision at the time. And he said, you have to put yourself into the hunter's mentality. Ooh, Every day the hunter wakes up, he knows that his survival literally weighs on if he eats or not, if he kills or not. Mm. If he does not kill, he does not eat, therefore he does not live. Mm. The only way to keep living is to kill and eat. And the same thing goes for entrepreneur. Can you sell a product? Can you sell a service? Once you prove yourself worthy of those things, then you can start to consider the decision. Right. Because guess what? You jump out there with just a dream and a hope. You set yourself up for failure. Yeah. Because guess what? It's it's a direct correlation between nature and entrepreneurship. Yeah. Right? Put think about the hunter. Like use your imagination. The hunter wakes up. No matter if it's winter, no matter if it's the heat of the summer. He got to hunt. He got to hunt and he got to eat. <laughs> he got to hunt he got to eat. The same way you're going to have to do an entrepreneurship. You're going to have to find shelter. <laughs> you're going to have to find food. Yeah. You're going to have to kill it and you're going to have to eat it. Right? Same thing. So it's all about proving yourself of those, uh, those, those initial measures. Can I, can I sell a service? Can I make money from my own doing? Yeah, it's simple. Make it make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, if it makes sense, you got something. Right. If you're trying to get into, I mean, transport, mm-hmm. okay, and you know for sure you may have the money to get the truck. Right. But you don't have the money to get the authority. Right. You don't have the money to, to get the insurance. I mean, it don't make sense. Right. You know what I'm saying? Build so, those things up first. Right. How about you, you know, pick up, drop off a few loads, see those, see those first checks come in, and you say, ah, okay. Now that's a repeatable process. Or go sit under somebody and learn it, and learn. Yeah, listen, I know, I, because take it from me, I'm the worst. I was at my job, I wanted to quit every single day. Right. I hated what I was doing, hated it. I worked in law. And legal, I was a paralegal. Like who? Me? Paralegal? No, I hated it. But I knew I had to prove to myself that I could make it in marketing before I quit. Right. And I waited for two signals. Well, I waited for one: can I make money? And I wanted to see signs of progression, signs of me climbing the ladder. So after I had one client, 
cut me a check with a very small check. I did such a great job. He boosted that check up, right? And that was monthly recurring revenue. Mm-hmm. And I knew I had him on a three-month contract. Nice. That three months was up, he renewed. I said, okay. Now I got another 90 days with this guy. What, what can happen before then? Within those time, within that time, he put me on to somebody else. Next person paid, what, maybe double? Double or triple the amount that I originally made with the other guy. Mm-hmm. He paid me. Then I said, wait, I got two people paying me for a service that I'm rendering while working a nine to five, right? Then what started to happen was, okay, now I'm making more money from these people than I'm making on my job. Mm-hmm. But I knew, but <laughs> number one mistake, okay, I'm making more money than what I'm making on my check, but that check gonna keep coming. Yeah, that check consistent. <laughs> this not. That's one thing I love about it. Right, but I had to, I had to tell myself, can I make this consistent? Because these people are only going to stick around for however, however, however long. But if I could keep finding more people to pay me, I can keep making money. Right. And so once I proved myself worthy of that, and I did, I accomplished that, that's when I knew I could quit my job. Right? And I, and I tell myself, look, I said to myself, I said, look, you're a hunter. You got 90 days. You got 90 days to replace your income that was coming in. If you cannot do that, you need to go sit your butt right back at the desk. Yeah, you, you made me think of something too. Don't burn bridges. Do not. You know why I just thought about that? Because, you know, let's say 90 days hit and you didn't meet your quota. Mm-hmm. Do you got somewhere to go back to? Right. You know what I mean? So always remember you don't want to really burn your bridges because now, let's say you hop into entrepreneurship, didn't work out. You able to actually get back in the lane of the nine to five if you got to. Hey, big shout out to K Bob, wherever you are. That was her name, Kristen. Nah. Call her K Bob. Kristen Bob. I don't need to put your whole name out there. Sorry, K Bob. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? Hey, hey, beep that. <laughs> hey, but uh K Bob held me down. She was my supervisor. And she would let me sit in her office for hours. And we would just be talking. And she'd just be fascinated about my ideas, about entrepreneurship, and about my dreams and goals, because she had her own dreams and goals. Right. And guess what, she's not even at that job no more. She's actually doing what she loves to do. And I don't want to say too much about K-pop, because I don't want her business out. But she's doing exactly what, tell everything yeah, all about K-pop. her business, where she live and everything, social security number. But um, she held me down, and I remember her telling me, like, I fully support you. She's like, if you need days off, let me know. Yeah. You need to leave early, let me know. Yeah, she would. And this another thing, I didn't walk around that place moping. I didn't walk around that place with a bad attitude. Mm-mm. I didn't start treat people bad because I didn't want to be there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And people go through that, man. It's like because you're ready to, like you have the desire to get away from that environment. It's mm-hmm. kind of like you start being miserable in right. that environment. It's like F this environment. Yeah, and it's, everybody in it. It's like they didn't do nothing to you. And really, that environment is your building to where you're trying to get to. Right. You have to always look at every opportunity as a stepping stone. Mm-hmm. Like what I learned now is it, that that's my saying. What I get today goes for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know what I learned at my nine to five really is building me up mm-hmm. for when I get my own business. Right. You know, it's really giving me the skills, mm-hmm. what I need yep. for my own business. Right. 
So yeah, and I think, man. So definitely, what Good says is true. Don't burn any bridges. Don't let your frustration take take you over. No. I get it. You probably work with some really annoying people. They probably like getting on your nerves, right? Unfortunately, some people work in like very toxic environments where you got backbiting yeah. people. I'm I'm gonna tell you this. Stay as positive as possible because it's only gonna do you good. Yeah, it's, it makes Hands no down. makes no sense for you to leave that place stressed. Hands down. Be happy because you know exactly where you headed. I used to look around sometimes and be like, oh, y'all don't know. I'm about, I'm about to be out of here, right? So anyway, so keep that positive mindset. And two, so positive mindset, you wanna make sure that you know, you prove yourself, right? You know that you can make money. You know that you can hunt. That's two. Three, I would say put together a financial plan. Put a financial plan together. If you can do it for a year, if you can do it for six months, however you can do it. For me, I did it very short because I'm not good at those type of things. Right. So I did like I did three months. Right. <laughs> and I knew if I this three months don't work, then I'm out of here. Right. But put together the financial plan. Just say, all right, here is I have X amount of money for expenses. I have X amount of money for uh, for everyday living. I have X amount of money for disposable income. Right. I think I can't remember the three that I split mine into. I think it was uh, disposable, expenses, and then, oh, and savings, of course. That's what it was, emergency funds. So you want to do, I did three months of each. That's what I did. And then once I built that three months, that's when I pulled the lever and I quit. And I said, all right, well, if I can't replace these three months in each category within 90 days, then I need to go back. Right, 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 right. You know? So that was my plan. So. That was my plan, but I would say if you can sit down with a bookkeeper, sit down with an accountant, you know, uh, maybe if you have any family members who's really good at budgeting or whatever, sit down with them. Have, have them draw a plan for you. My, my, my girl, she actually sat me down mm-hmm. and gave me the three-month mm-hmm. plan where if anything happens, I know for sure I got a three-month yeah. buffer. Mm-hmm everything right so when you just was breaking that down like that she sat me down and gave me that and that's actually a good you know that's a good number to have 90 days 90 days that's a lot of days to play with yeah and not only that you actually I've accounted for doing extra in those 90 days so I can take care of my bills right and still you know hang out if I want right, to exactly because right. I've saved up I mapped it out right. for those 90 days and it's good for the transition yeah you think about going into a small business you quit your job you actually that's less pressure on you yeah because now my bill is taken care of so I can actually focus and put my idea right. and curate like I want to mm-hmm. for this small business right and that's uh, that's a good number 90 days yeah so definitely do that. Uh, you want to definitely plan out those ninety days, or like I said, if you can do more than ninety days, hallelujah. Like the thing, the guy um, who launched uh, Calendly, shout out to him. I remember hearing his story. I was like, Jesus Christ, where'd you work? He said he had like a hundred grand saved up. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> who who does that? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah. you and I don't come from the same place. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't have a hundred grand. You know what I'm saying? Like not at all. Um, but save up, save up as much money as you can, really, because guess what? Entrepreneurship costs money. Because you think you have a plan until you get punched in the face. 
Not only money, I, it costs time. Man. Thank you. Next point, good. Next point, time, next point. Bro. You think waking up at whatever time you wake up to go to work and come home at 5 o'clock is going to do it? It's not. Nah. It's, it's not. Listen, I'm 32 years old, man. It's I'm out. a little older now. But when I quit my job, which is not that long ago, but I was definitely younger. <laughs> I didn't have a wife and I didn't have a kid. I would wake up. Three AM. <laughs> Three AM. And I would work all day long. Just go to sleep and do it all again. All three AM, I'm working all day. All day. Three AM. Cause you know what? From three to seven, prime time hours. Right. Nothing is popping up on social media. There's nobody to call you, nobody to text you. You up by yourself. Yeah. No distractions. Yeah. It's time to work. I had a couple of those moments. Put in that work. Definitely. Right? So now I don't wake up as early as, as I used to now because I have a child. And like I said, I want my child all the time. <laughs> and if I did that, I'd literally be dead. Yeah. Uh, I'm a lot more sleep conscious nowadays. Uh, but those early primetime hours is where your goal is because your mind is fresh. Your mind is not distracted by anything. And then, trust me, about time 7 o'clock hits and you get a little sleepy, you take a nap. Fam, you done put in more work than most people put in for the day. Right, 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 right. Because most people don't realize, yeah, you working from, say you get started at 8 o'clock. And say, well, let's say 9 to 5. You get started at 9 and you end at 5. You did not put in nine hours of work. You took a break, lunch break for an hour. That's the battery. Is it still recording? <laughs> I don't know. I think I see the number climbing. Yeah, it's still climbing. Still recording. We good. We good. We good. So most people take an hour break, right? Thirty minutes to an hour. They talk on the phone. Uh, they talking to their coworkers, whatever. You really maybe put in about four to five hours. Tell you the right. truth, yeah. in total. Right. But what I'm saying is, you wake up at three o'clock or whatever, say five o'clock, and you put in those few hours in that early morning with no distractions. You good money. Good money. Have. Right, what else we got, Greg? Um, risking your benefits and securities. Ooh, big one. Listen, I'm going to tell you straight up. If you know your next three years is the years it takes for you to retire, don't be talking about quitting on people's job. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, good. That don't make sense. Tell them. That does not make I, sense. I actually just heard a horror story today. You, you you got three years left. All you need to do is hang it up three years and you get your retirement. You talking about you want to quit early and just get what you're going to get. No. I actually had a lady literally call me this morning and shout out to her. I'm not going to put her business up, but I am. <laughs> she told me she's retiring in three months. She's had a storefront since 2017. Good. And this is the this is the the dilemma of so many entrepreneurs and people who want to get in business. You might have this grandiose idea and you want to attack it, but you're not taking the right steps. And unfortunately for this lady, she's she's retiring in three months. Sound like it costs. Which is great, but unfortunately, she spent $60,000 in rent. <laughs> 60, six, zero. Hasn't sold one piece of clothing. Ooh, that's that hurt. But she's been holding it because that's her dream. 
And granted, she could probably hold that space and keep paying that rent every month on a store that does not exist because she's probably making great money for her job. But what good is saying is true. If you know you're gonna retire in X amount or whatever, work your job. Work the job. Because guess what? Those benefits are crucial. Now, uh-huh, let me not go all the way to bat for benefits because we live in a day and age where the government's real shaky. Do I think the report, if you can look it up real quick, uh, real quick, but the report came out about Social Security running out in the year 2034 or something like that. I believe Social Security payments or something like that. The, the government doesn't have enough money for the payouts. No. So I'm not, I'm not a big proponent of relying on the government for anything because look what the pandemic said. They said in 12 years. In 12 years, they're going to run out. Yo, they snap. Right? So you depending on the government? 2034. What you should be doing is setting up your own retirement. So that's why you should be into stocks. That's why you should be trying to buy into property. That's why you should be getting into passive income, right? That's the conversations I'm having daily, daily. What's the next passive income that I can invest in? Is it trucking? Yeah. Right? What is it? Is it a storefront? Is it a ghost kitchen? What is it? And another thing I thought about too, you got the income mm-hmm. and you know you need to be saving so you can get a little step higher because, you know, don't be complacent with the money you make. A lot of people are making great money and they just, they chill, they stuck at that. And not saying like, not get caught up in making the money because it's not the money, it's the person, you know, it's the character, the right. integrity. So don't get caught in the money, but when you save, don't be saving to be going in the stash like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, put the money up so it can make money. The money has to make money. Right. Okay? If you got savings, okay, you got savings, it should be making some interest. Let me... You know, it's a difference in emergency funds and savings. I I don't know if I'm... You're on point. You're on key. Savings do nothing for you. Just saying. You actually lose money (laughs) when you're saving. You should always put money aside. Always. Like good said. Emergency funds, put that to the side. Yeah. Have money in your have money for sure safe. But if you're just stacking money, stacking money into account, you have no plans for the money, you're doing yourself a disservice. Yeah. You you I, I, you're wasting space. Um uh, what's his name? I forgot. His name is um he calls himself um he's from up he's in New Jersey. He's a he's a landlord. And he was saying how he's a landlord, but he owns plenty of real estate. And he said people look at him and they're like, "Yo, why you drive that little beat up truck? Or why you don't wear this? Why you don't wear that?" And he's like, "I got nice things, but I, I drive this and I wear this because he's like, bro, honestly, I don't have no money." He said people look at me. I make millions and millions of dollars a year, but you know where my money goes? Right back into the business. Yeah. Right back into the industry. He said, he said, I can't sleep at night if my money's not working for me. Yeah. He said, every dollar I make is a soldier. Yeah. yeah. I have to send my soldiers out to combat. We at war every day. You got to move. Right? And what's the point of having a big military and you're not making no moves? What's the, uh, what's the uh, concept? I just seen a, a podcast on it, too. Mm-hmm. It's talking about how the dollar moves. What's that concept called? What? 
Not sure. How one dollar moves every day inside the community. Oh, I don't know what the concept is, but I think what in in the black community our uh, dollar circulates one time. Dollar time. circulation. It's like one or twice. Right, right, right. Like it's out of the community. But what I was saying, my mm-hmm. my point was, mm-hmm. the money has to circulate. Yeah, definitely has to. Some way, somehow, any concept. Right. If you make the money, if you got transportation, yeah, you got transportation. But when I make when the truck makes money, I need to probably put it into my little food truck on the side, and then the food truck is put back into you know something. It has to circulate. It can't just be sitting because sitting money doesn't make anything. No one has ever gotten rich off of savings. <laughs> no At one. all. No one. At all. No one. So I'll speak personally. For me, my money goes right back into my business. Oh. That's, that's a fact. Yeah. My Like any chance, of, and I've learned my lessons over the years. Trust me. <laughs> I've learned my lessons. I used to be. Oh, Mr. Scale. I'm like, scale, 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 scale. But scale is a buzzword. If you don't scale on foundation, you will lose money. Right? But for me, nowadays in my maturity, what I do is if I have extra money, I'm constantly looking. Okay, where can we invest this? What project within the agency can we launch to go ahead and do something bigger? Right. Like, for example, we have this automation uh, project that we're putting together right now. It's essentially building out a new tier of our business, a new service, right? It's not going to take us much investment, but if we need to invest more and say if I did have the, the dollars to allocate towards it, this is something I would be looking into. Like, okay, maybe we need to invest some more money here for advertising right. or more money for creative or whatever it may be. It's constantly looking for ways for your money to make money. Like, if you're in a trucking business, making money yeah, yeah, like my man, shout out to Essence, man, E. Walker. So proud of this dude, man. I met this dude in Atlanta. Uh, actually, we met the day before Kobe died. The day before Kobe died, we met in Atlanta. When I met Essence, he had no trucks. No trucks. Talk to Essence today. I believe he's three trucks in right now. Mm. That's the new move. That's the new street movement right there. Three transportation. Tr- three trucks in. Got his father driving one. Right, father making money, family good. His daughter sees him building that business, bro. That's what I'm talking about. He's taking his money and he's putting it back into the business. He, yeah, he probably got a little money. I don't know. I don't know his financial situation, but I do know if he's making money, he's putting it back. Yeah, because he can see the fruits. Definitely. And that's what yeah. you got to be doing. You got to be looking for opportunity to reinvest. Put it back. Put it. Put it. Put it back. Put it back. <laughs> Put it back. Yeah, man. Uh, and, of course, you know, listen, man, do something for yourself every now and then. Yeah, of course, of course. Of course. Of course. Treat listen. yourself. Treat that's yourself. What, that's what my pops say. He say every now and then you got to treat yourself. Hey, shout out to pops, man. Now, I'm going to get ready to treat myself soon, so we'll see. Yeah. But, uh, do, yeah, do yourself a favor. But, um, good. Anything else on that list that we need to talk about? Man, the biggest thing. Go ahead. Lay it down. Prepare yourself Mentally. Mentally. Mind over matter, because mm-hmm. the mind matters. Okay, yep. mm-hmm. your mental state is everything. Yeah, if you're leaving your job stressed out, so tired, you're taking that energy into your new business. Yeah, into your new concept. Yeah, into your new environment. Yeah, and it's not gonna work. Right. Okay, prepare yourself mentally because. 
I mean, I'm pretty sure, Taz, it's been some days where you had to, like, check yourself because, you know, your mind, right? So you can't take that energy into the meeting. Right. For sure. All the time. You know, it happens all the time. You just, like, went through this moment. I can't give the client that energy. It happens all the time. You just had a disappointing phone call or oh. you just discovered something that, that made you upset or threw you off. But guess what? Now I got to meet with my team at 12 o'clock. Because guess what I know? If I join my meeting with bad energy, that's going to circulate throughout the meeting. My team is going to reflect whatever I give them because I'm leading the meeting. If I lead with bad energy, I'm going to get bad energy. Hands down. So, Hands down. you know, so when I join my meeting, I got to be. doesn't matter. I've been in meetings, I'm talking about stressed out of my mind. And I'll share that. I'll share that I'm, you know, a little stressed with the team. But I won't make that the focal point. You know what I'm saying? I always try to exude as much positivity as possible because I know my team is there for me to support me. You know what I mean? And for me to empower them to support me, I have to give them positivity. I can't feed them negativity because then they're going to feed it back to me. (laughs) So anyway, man, um, mentally for sure. Yeah, definitely mentally. I mean, Uh, Drake said, Drake said, know yourself, know your worth. mm, Shout out to Drake. Champagne poppy. He did that. The boy. Just saying. You know, we gotta break. We gotta break. Uh, we gotta break the boy down on one of these episodes. We definitely gotta do that. Yeah. Certified lover boy. Man. Yeah. Come on. Certified marketer boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they, hey, that's kind of that's kind of slippy. I kind of like that's that. That's what they call me out here. I kind of like know? that. Certified marketer boy. Yeah, certified marketer. But boy. um, the mental is everything. Mental is everything. Uh, I also throw in there. Um, that's my, that's my last my last tidbit. Physical. This is something that I did not pay attention to when I was quitting my job. Start to eat right, man. And listen, take it from me because, I, I gotta, you know what? I got to hold myself accountable. I was very disappointing today. I was super sleepy. And I said, man, I need to eat. I need to eat before I get on the road because if I don't, then, you know, whatever. And I ordered Uber Eats. Uber Eats is the devil. Uber, Uber Eats is the devil. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> it's the devil. It's the devil unless you want to sponsor this podcast. If you want to sponsor the podcast, you are an angel. And I love Uber Eats. If you don't sponsor, you are the devil. Uh, and, we try to get it. Re- rebuke the app off my phone in the name of Jesus. All right. So, <laughs> so um, I ordered Uber Eats, man. Ordered a terrible burger. And uh, I made sure I threw wifey in there so I got her something bad, too. And um, when, I, when I ordered it, as soon as I ordered it, I said, what am I doing? Mm. Because it's not only about, oh, it's going to make you feel bad. It's about I need the energy to operate at full capacity. I know I was going to be here doing this podcast, and I got another meeting after this podcast. We're going to be here late night. Gotta, my mind has to work at full capacity, and burgers are not going to do me justice. Right. A kale salad or a green juice Right. Would actually done the trick, Definitely. not the other way around. So I'm gonna hold myself accountable, but for sure, take your physical seriously because you can't like your mind can't work if your body or your mind can't work without your body. But you can't work at full capacity if your body is not healthy. Because guess one if you one thing you can't control is when you get sick. If you get sick and you're not well, you cannot work at full capacity. So take care of yourself, prepare yourself mentally, like good set physically for sure good
Any last points? That's it, man. I'm ready to go now. Me too. We done did it. We done. <laughs> I got a funny story about that. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to this lady, man. <laughs> this lady, older, older Caucasian lady I used to work with, Miss Nancy. Sweetest person. Don't tell me she hit you with it. Oh, my. Sweetest, sweetest lady on the planet. And I remember she was talking to one of our coworkers. And the coworker said, I can't believe they done did that. They done did that. And Miss Nancy said, What? What? They done did it. <laughs> <laughs> and I cried. But anyway, hey, shout out to Miss Nancy. Shout out to everybody listening to this podcast. Yeah, um, for real. We're out of here. Listen, welcome good to the podcast. Thank you so much, bro. We're looking forward to really just growing this. Happy to be here, man. Man, it's we got a lot honor. coming up. It's a lot. It's an honor, man. Thanks, man. ACC. ACC for sure. Um, oh, yeah, last words. Please, if you have not, download the new ebook, Stacking Leads. We are teaching you and equipping you with the skills on how to stack leads for your business if you're a service or a product using occasion ads on Facebook. What would happen if you could target everybody with birthdays coming up and say, Happy birthday, here's a discount, and then get their contact information? and get them to purchase your service or your product. No need to ask what happens or what what if, because guess what, it's a reality. You can do it. And we put all of our knowledge that we've used on our clients in an ebook that you can download for free. So do me a favor, shoot me a DM, C-A-S-S-4-Q-L on Instagram, and I will shoot you the ebook right away. Let me know, sign that commitment page, Post it on your Instagram. Let us know that you downloaded it. And if you need help, questions, whatever, I'm here. Good is here. Good is here, man. With all that being said, you know how we end this podcast. Good, you got a cup? You do. I don't have a cup, but I got my super coffee. Peace. Blessings. Cheers. Cheers.